Ayo, it's DJ Peppy from Domination Radio, and today we will continue our podcast with DJ Kyle, who is a vegan chef from Long Beach and who is trying to teach others about being a vegan chef. He conducts cooking classes around LA and tries to show his students about being vegan. He wanted to change his life, so he started to explore diets that were plant-based and free of animals. He's created many vegan cookbooks to show others different ways to cook without using animals, and many tries to teach the youth about it around LA. type of person if I came across when I was younger it would have changed my trajectory so I had never heard of these things and I knew the fact that I was such a average kid on paper as far as conduct in school and just overall outlook on life based off of that conduct um, I knew if I can give a relatable message to the youth then it'll, it'll work better than like somebody in a nice shiny suit and car coming up and talking about how much money they have and how many degrees they got um, so yeah, I just wanted to go be an authentic presence in my own community, which is why I started at the high school I went to. Um, and yeah, just because it, I didn't hear about veganism or eating better until I was in my early 20s. So I just wanted to help kids understand that this was, uh, this was something we should be thinking about a lot sooner than our 20s. Yeah, thank you. Um, we do Jordan, can you ask number two? When and where are you conducting classes? How long are you cooking? How long are your cooking classes and what do they look like? Um, so uh, that's a good question for sure. So cooking classes, I have done cooking classes in high school. I've done cooking classes in home. I've done cooking classes at like parks and recreation centers. Um, so I pretty much get in where I fit in with my creativity and my uniqueness. I just kind of, I try to lend myself to anybody from the community in, a, in any creative way I can. So I even do virtual cooking classes now due to COVID. Um, but yeah, prior to, I, I used to go in people's homes and they would go through their cabinets, through their fridge, and I'll show them what types of food or problem foods. And problem foods are just things that, that mess your body up, cause inflammation, cause joint pain, cause disease at some point later down the line. So we just go in there and show people how to get rid of some of that stuff and also how to make things from what they just have at home. So no fancy grocery list that they would have to go, just like as long as they had a few staple ingredients like some vegetables and a couple other things like some oils and stuff then i would just show people how to make stuff out of what they had at home instead of uh feeling like they had to have this super expert recipe so yeah just been being creative with it getting in where i fit in all throughout long beach um, i've taught students in school for a whole period's worth of days um as far as like at poly we do it in like block schedule i guess so you gotta come two days to get all the students. So I've done that. I've done after school programs. I've done all types of stuff. So I just get in where I fit in. Nobody else is doing this in Long Beach. So I, I gotta I gotta spread myself thin as much as I can because it's my mission. Um, I was wondering, um, usually like what recipes do you start with? Like do you have a recipe that you start with with all the students or does it vary depending on what you're teaching, like where you're teaching? Uh, yeah, it varies. It's always seasonal, though. So, and, and it, it, I just base it off of the group. Like, if I have, let's say, I just always try to make something I know isn't going to be too overwhelming. Like, let's say, so if I've made, like, a super fancy meal, vegan meals, they can look really good because they got different colors. And you can put a Brussels sprout, uh, sprout, you know what I mean, an actual sprout, and all this different colorful stuff. But kids aren't really going to be into the overall beautiful plating. They want the flavor to be similar to what they're used to. So I make things like nachos or, or uh, burrito bowls, 
Um, what else have we made? We made so many different things. It's like uh, made a couple different types of nachos, but I just know to kind of keep it in a general type of food, like American comfort food, even though nachos aren't American, but kind of maybe. Um, but yeah, I, I just keep it. I don't I don't really have a, a playbook. I just go with the flow. I go to the grocery store, see what I can get for the best price. Most time I'm cooking for kids, I'm coming out of pocket. So um, I, I always allow the budget to figure it out, honestly. Um, and then just go with what I want to make. I just always have fun with it. Um, it's the each time I cook for kids, I accept the challenge of creating something new. So because I, I know I can if kids like it, then everybody will like it. So yeah. Uh, yeah, just keep creating something new. Hey, thank you. Uh, Jorvin, can you ask question number three? Are there any difficulties serving the community during COVID? Uh, yeah, for sure. Just the obvious. You can't set up traditionally like I used to. Would. I used to be able to do pop-ups. Uh, a large group of people come just to have different uh, course items that I'll make. Um, but as, as I met Estefania through my food service I do from home, um, I've been able to keep it up. I've, I've paused it as of late just because the the uptick in COVID cases caused people to be a little more apprehensive when it comes to like eating out. And I just didn't want to make people nervous about if I'm wearing a mask while I'm cooking and all of that. Cause I don't wear a mask while I'm serving people. It's just like, it's too much. Uh, so I, yeah, I just took a break, but th things are opening back up and I actually am going to start doing pop-ups again out in the open, like open garden spaces again. Um, but yeah, I, I do my food service from here when I can. That business was going good with that when I feel like doing it, but just being in the house all the time ain't fun. So uh, I'm ready to cook and go out into the world again. Thank you. Melissa, can you ask uh, question number four? What is food justice? What does it mean to you? Um, that's, that's a really good question too. That's the one that makes me think also. So food justice right now and just uh, as a mainstream term, is kind of like access to uh, access to actual quality food. Um, like areas that have access to like organic produce, farmers markets, health stores. Hold on, I'm sorry. <laughs> the dog <laughs> is um, but yeah, so, but for me, I've, I've, I think on that a lot. And like I was saying the other day, I, food justice is kind of like, uh, it's an overarching term. I like food deserts, food justice. I feel like it's pretty vague because if you do just apply yourself a little bit, you could find a lot of different stores and stuff in your area that do have health, healthier items and it's just yeah equipping yourself the knowledge you can you can you you can ju you can uh justify yourself when it comes to food like uh i'm basically what i'm saying is you can give yourself the justice that's needed yes yeah, systematically it's not always the best food we need in all these places but just a little bit of application of effort um, you can alleviate all that. If you live in one of these edge states, one of these coastal states, different when you live in the middle of the country, because then now that's when you don't have like a Whole Foods for 30 miles. You know what I mean? It's like a two hour drive. But for most people where we live, it's really just a bus bus drive away. Um, so I think we do have access to a lot of food. Um, food justice. Now, the quality of food and what we're eating is where I step in because I think we have access to too much food, really. We have, uh, most people are, are, you know, a lot of people are pretty big in America. So it's just the, the how we're eating the food is what we need to change up. We got access to the food, just the types of food, when we're eating, why we're eating. Our breakfast is pretty crazy. The way we wake up and eat meat and, and fry things and, and bread and carbs. So yeah, I think we have a problem with how we are eating food as opposed to food access in America. 
it's a lot of food here. So a lot of food gets thrown away every day. Sorry to be so long-winded on that one. It was a good question. Um, yeah. What would you say has been your greatest success in this work so far? Um, honestly, the when I see kids that I taught, let's say, four or five years ago in their in college now, and they're like, and they hit me up on Instagram because I used to let them know my Instagram. Back then, I was a market lover on Instagram, so it wasn't like I was giving them my personal account. I switched it to that a few years ago. Um, but, yeah, so it's good to, like, see them come back and be like, yo, I'm, I'm vegan now, and you know what I mean, or whatever we went through that day is stuck with me. Just to see kids from the community that I've actually been able to plant a seed with, uh, just see that that seed grow in and actually become a, a, a tree bearing, uh, you know, a fruit bearing tree, meaning they it, it it grew into something and it produced something more than just me being there with kids. So I, I see a lot of kids that I've teached, or mentored, or counseled in Long Beach. I've done a I was a camp counselor at Poly too. So yeah, just just seeing that once people get to the adult age and it's like uh, I see how if they didn't learn about this thing then they may not I'm not saying like I saved them or anything but just like the importance of giving information as early as possible see, seeing that come come through is always fun seeing the kids turn into adults even better thank you I have Melissa read number six have you ever felt let down what was what has been most challenging about working with the community? Do you ever give up? Uh, let me take this toy away really quick. <laughs> All right. Um, so, yeah, I've never felt let down just because – I've never felt let down by the people. I felt let down by some of the people who considered themselves of being in a position of service in the people, meaning, like, you know, we – I consider myself a person that's always going to be service to others. People tend to divide into service to self or service to others. Most of what I do, I try to serve my community and people outside of me um, because that helps me live better. So I partner with people who get who get mad at, at people. Like say I did a juice cleanse with another company and then they got mad because a couple people broke the fast and ate before the 10 days. And to me, that's just counterproductive because like if we're here to help, we need to be patient. Just like when you're raising a baby up, you don't, you don't beat a baby every time it drops a spoon or, you know what I mean? Something that's as minute and minuscule that a baby's going to do. So I personally never been let down because from the time I started this journey, I knew that I was fighting, I was fighting an uphill battle. Most people from my demographic and community don't want to eat healthier, not don't really understand it. And they looked at it as kind of crazy. Um, but I, I knew I was ready for that journey. So that's actually what most people look at as negatives. I actually use for fuel source because that's that's like I kind of said the other day. That's my without people to help, I wouldn't have anything to do. Um, so the most challenging thing this has been to just to just be patient, really, not not rush it, not overthink it, not be like, oh man, I'm ready because it's not a lot of money in helping the community. So I'm I'm never going to get paid just off of helping the community. But you know, it's I'm not worried. You gotta you removing the doubt of like oh when is the money coming how's it gonna come i make money just through being a chef um but i care more about the stuff i do in the community so it's a balance you know what i mean you just work through it like anything else um never want to give up because like i said this is the path that kind of saved my life i was i was on a completely different path i probably would have never made it past 24 or 5 um whether for some street violence or health or anything so 
Yeah, it's nothing to give up about. I, I love it every day. Um, the the more people that are unhealthy, the more pe- the more purpose I got. Not like I know that could sound bad, but it's like as long as people aren't eating healthy and dying too early and yeah, having pre- preventable diseases, I, I'm charged up and ready to go to share and, and love on my community. Yay! Wow, that's so cool to hear. Um, How's your health been since since COVID? Are you eating healthier? Are you eating worse? Are you gaining weight? How's that going for y'all? Sorry, they can be a little shy. Mm-hmm. It's okay. <laughs> I know I put on about five pounds. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, I, my, my weight fluctuates so much between like 155 and 165. I don't even check anymore. It's just like a, I don't know. I'm just little. <laughs> I used to be big, though. I used to be like 200 pounds. Bigger, I should say. Yeah, I um. I went vegan because of um, everything with COVID. Like I was really grossed out by where COVID came from because it was like a meat market. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd, I've, I've been like a lifelong vegetarian though, um, but I was just like, oh, I want to make the commitment to veganism. And so I got really into it and just like cooking for myself. And so ironically, like I got like pretty healthy during the quarantine, like um, and learning more about like, what plants nourish me and and it's just exciting because there's so many different um plants to cook with you know there's only like a few kinds of meat people usually eat but plants like unending so it's just every week i like try something new and like i live now in in thai town in la and there's like all these like types of vegetables i've never had that i'm just so excited to cook with so um that's been really a fun thing about the quarantine i mean not, not not a lot of fun things about it, but let's just say that was cool for me. Yeah, but no, like learning new things is definitely fun. Um, and that's I, I did an interview a couple of weeks ago with uh, some lady, and I was talking about like how how many different things you can cook once you are in this lifestyle because you come outside of traditional chicken, beef, pork, fish. You know what I mean? So it's like like you say, all these different plants and different things. I never, I never heard of jackfruit before. I went vegan and never experienced the texture of it, but I've been able to like have people think, you know, I'm you sure, I'm sure you've had jackfruit, but just for the kids, I've had, I've made jackfruit in a way people are like, reassure me that it has to be pork. Like, nah, you saying it's a jackfruit, but this is pork. And this <laughs> is just, a, this is some random fruit that I'd never heard about until I decided to eat plant-based. So there's a lot to explore, a lot with texture. And I kind of been joking with myself about how like people always look for the plant or the fruit or the vegetable that's like a meat-like texture. But we never look for the like a steak that that tastes like an avocado or nothing. So it's like, it's funny to me that people know it's so much variety in the plant world that it's possibly something that could have a meat texture and it is all types of different things that have meat texture, but meat can't give you uh, fruit and vegetable texture. Our oh, flavor. true. <laughs> <laughs> true. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But yeah, that's it. I, don't, I mean, I don't have too many questions. If I got to meet y'all one day with at school, ever was back normal, I would love to come cook with y'all or something, but we don't have to worry about that anytime soon. Yeah, so. yeah. Even virtually, maybe in the uh, in the next few weeks, we can plan something like a maybe online cooking or something. And I appreciate y'all. Um, I see a couple people saying thank you. The, uh, my pleasure for one, and thank you to you all as well. Like I said, without people that need this or care about this, 
I would be just walking around as a as a vegan hippie man with nothing to do. So I appreciate <laughs> <it>. <laughs> it's so good. Thank you for tuning in. Hope you guys catch us next time at Domination Radio.